Are you sick and tired of porn? If so, you came to the right place. Join me and be porn free. Welcome to the Porn Free Millennial Podcast. Hey everybody, Porn Free Millennial here. Uh, it's been a little bit of time. I've been traveling a lot, so uh, a little bit of an update. Uh, June 24th was the day I left Denver, Colorado. Right now it is July 20th and I'm in Key Largo, Florida at a resort having a great time so it's just been amazing like this whole journey this whole trip for me has been incredible you know lots of connection with strangers lots of connection with family uh it's just been amazing for myself like personally just learning more about me and also just kind of bring it back to like the podcast it's been great for like my recovery you know finding meaning in my life uh, pursuing meaning as well you know every day just seems to bring more and more like awareness about me and you know kind of like what I'm trying to accomplish here and like spreading the message of you know living a porn free lifestyle and uh, you know being open about it so today's episode it's about fishing and porn uh, I'm going to tell you a fishing story that happened uh, two nights ago and uh, we're going to loop it back into porn recovery. And uh, yeah, hopefully it all makes sense to you. But we'll, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to start with the story. So, you know, basically it was two days ago. Um, I was having like a really, 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 really hard day uh, with my porn recovery. And what I mean by that was, is like typically I would say like the last like five plus months I've been sober. Uh most days have been like pretty i would say like easy flawless i'm not uh you know really trying to look at anything or tempted to i'm just doing my thing um living my life you know focusing on positive habits right but i would say you know like the past few days have been like really tough and tough as in like feeling urges feeling temptations to look at porn and to like masturbate and and really, a lot of that, um, a lot of those habits were like scrolling uncontrollably, it seemed like, through social media. Uh, and, you know, just kind of like almost like anticipating something to come up that's going to be like triggering to me, like something visual, like some very attractive woman, something like that, to give me like that rush. And, uh, you know, I just was feeling quite awful. And in the fact of like, I'm like, man, I'm going to, I'm doing this podcast, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm living this porn free lifestyle. Like I want to be a role model to others, but I'm just like really struggling right now. Like I've been living this lifestyle on the road of living out of my RV with my dogs, you know, since March, gone on this cross country adventure. It's been nothing but amazing. It's been so cool. Like just the amount of memories I've had these last few months seem like they've outshined like the memories I've had like the past few years like just so much growth I feel like and to be sitting here like in my RV and just like scrolling through stuff to me just seemed like such you know a departure from like what my journey has been so I want to share that with you just because I think that's relatable. I think, you know, that that's something that a lot of people go through. I've gone through it many times myself is just when you get in these stages, these phases to where you're just scrolling uncontrollably, you're like you're numbing out. That's something I like to call it is like I'm just numbing out. Like I'm numbing out, uh, you know, these feelings of anxiety, 
these feelings of loneliness that I've had, you know, just, you know, being post-divorce and, you know, not, not being with somebody and longing for that, just feeling lonely deep down in the core, you know, feeling like, hey, I'm not meeting my full potential. I'm not working as hard as I need to work. All these like negative thoughts, right? They're just flying at you. And where do I go? I go to like this old, old comfort zone that I've built up th throughout time. This, this way that I've, I've, I've used to um, more or less like deflect the trauma and deflect things that are painful for me is to, you know, go to this edging behavior that eventually will turn into like going to like a, a porn site or watching some movie, you know, with nudity in it, you know, and, and masturbating. And, um, you know, luckily for me, you know, just telling this, this story f throughout, uh, we're going to talk about the story and then we're going to go over some of my key messages. But, you know, I was feeling this way and what I did was something that I do every day is I checked in with my little brother and uh, we do voice memos to each other every day. We do a check-in with each other where we talk about, hey, it's, it's called a fast check-in. It's how are you feeling today? You know, what actions are you taking towards sobriety? Um, any slips or like loss of sobriety would be S and then there's two T's um, one T is threats so like threats to your sobriety and then the other threat or the other T is tools so tools that you're using uh, to, to fight against those threats so I did a fast check-in with my little brother and I was very honest and just said hey man like I've just been uncontrollably scrolling I feel like I'm losing a little bit of control I feel like I could just lose my sobriety at any moment now. And it was really kind of scary to me, but it also felt very relieving for me to say this. Because what happens, you know, when we're in the depths of, of porn and we're really struggling with it is we hide it. We don't tell anyone about it. We lie. Uh, telling that from personal experience, right? You know, I told you guys I was in a marriage for five years. It ended. You know, a lot of that had to do with the lying about the porn. Hiding it because you feel like ashamed about it. You feel like you're just less of a person because you've looked at this stuff. And uh, I'm telling you now, like, it's all a lie. You know, people are going to love you. People are going to give you forgiveness. Uh, people are going to have empathy for you because typically, you know, when we're reverting these behaviors, it's because we have some deep trauma that, you know, we're just not quite, uh, we're, we're not meeting it with, like, the proper needs. We're meeting it with something um, that's easy for us. Um, it's easy for people, for society. It, it's something that's being pushed in the mainstream as normal, and it's not. It's not. It's. It's. We're trying to normalize these sexual behaviors, uh, but it's far from normal. It's actually something that's you can get at you know the click of a button anytime you want, and um, you know something about that just doesn't resonate with me, right? And so uh, checked it in with him, and I said, "Hey, man, like I think I need to change like my environment. I need to." go out my hair was getting really long I have like really kind of coarse hair and when it gets long I try to grow it long every so often and uh, it just turns into like an afro strangely <laughs> kind of like Bob Ross in a way and it's not the best look um, especially like when you're in zoom meetings like you're you're uh, presenting in front of like senior vice presidents I've got to put like a ton of, of like um, gel into it to keep it down like wear a hat before these meetings and it's just a lot so I decided hey man like I literally need to like kind of clean house here clean myself up so I went and got a haircut felt great went on like a I think it was like a six mile uh, bike trip round trip to get there uh, so I already got some exercise in got outside got back and so like right now I'm in the Florida Keys I'm uh, living out of my RV so I'm at this RV resort and there's some docks outside 
of this RV resort and I have my kayak with me and I love to fish. So uh, it was a few nights ago, um, you know, before this, this day, uh, I actually hooked on to a tarpon. And if you don't know what a tarpon is, look it up. They are amazing fish in the ocean. They're huge and they fight like crazy. They jump out of the water like six feet it's almost impossible to catch them because they're so strong. They'll either break your line, they'll break your rod, or in most cases, they'll just shake so hard their head that the lure or like the bait or like the fly, like whatever you're using to try to catch them, it just comes out of their mouth. And so I hooked one. Um, it was like my first, it was either my first or second night at this place last week. And it spit out like the lure and, or the fly that I was using. I was using my fly rod and i was like shaking like i was so like oh my gosh because it's been like the dream of my life to catch a tarpon and to catch one on a fly rod to me sounded kind of crazy when i was at this fishing shop uh, on my way to florida and kentucky the guys that were like putting it all together like getting because uh, i bought a fly a new fly rod and was trying to get it specifically so i could catch some fish in the ocean i mentioned the fly, the tarpon they said oh good luck like that's probably gonna like break your rod like you know good luck with that so to me i was like oh crap like i just hooked one like that shouldn't have happened and a that shouldn't have happened and b i fought it for a little bit and then it threw it through it threw off the uh, the fly and i'm like oh, crap like maybe i can catch this thing so anyways i was going um into this day thinking okay well maybe i'll go fishing but i don't know like i kind of like want to go back into my rv and just like be isolated and you know just scroll through this stuff because it was giving me all this rush well, you know, like I said, went out, got a haircut, came back, and that was the decision I could have made. I could have just went back in to the safe place that I've lived in for most of my life where I go in and I edge and then I eventually look at porn. Well, something in my head, right, is telling me that's not the right thing to do, buddy. Go out there, get in your kayak, and catch that freaking tarpon. So what I do? I got in my kayak. It's nighttime. By the dock, there's these lights underneath the dock, so it's really cool. You can actually see into the water. And, um, you know, I was kind of out there for a little bit, wasn't quite seeing things. All of a sudden, two freaking tarpons swim right underneath my kayak, and I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go. Blood started to start to pump hard. I'm getting kind of nervous. Set up my fly rod, right? And I've got this, like, it's probably about like a two to three inch uh, artificial minnow that I've got on my fly rod and uh, if you guys know anything about fly fishing it's a little bit more technical um, you feel the fish a little bit more it's not like you're just reeling them in all hard like you got to kind of be uh, technical with how you're managing like your line if you manage it uh, incorrectly you know they could snap your line very easily um, and this is like me coming from Colorado to where I've had like trout snap my line I'm in Florida now like this is playing with the big dogs like these fish will freaking hurt you like they'll jump out of the water and they'll like knock you out like they're powerful fish so um i get my line in the water throw a few casts all of a sudden i see this flash go towards where my line is and it hits it like a mac truck and i set i set the hook which just means you lift up your rod really hard up to up upwards so that the hook gets lodged into their mouth right away that thing jumps like they always do and normally when they jump you're screwed you're totally screwed they're gonna spit it out you're done what happened was it jumped it landed the slack line because I had a little bit of a slack line 
and this is like floating line. It's kind of like a, it looks kind of like a, like rubbery kind of line that floats on the water. Um, it wrapped around my reel. So what that means is like I couldn't reel the thing in because my line was like stuck on my reel. And the reel is like where you're you're kind of like getting it in. Like you're you're pulling your line in. It helps you pull your line in. So literally, this is like the worst case scenario because uh, I hooked the damn thing. And in my head, I was like, okay, like if this thing like goes for it, it's either going to like break my rod, it's going to break my line, or it's going to like pull me into the water. Um, I put the rod down on my lap and I held it tight and I started working at this knot. And it was this knot that was like not hard. It was not easy to get it out. Like it, it was kind of like I had to go against the grain to get this knot out. So I actually filmed the whole thing. Um, I put it on my TikTok, Porn Free Millennial. I also have it on my TikTok of uh, Colorado Mac. Uh, also on my YouTube, Colorado Mac, if you're interested. Uh, it's about like a one and a half minute video. Um, I'm glad I got it because it was a really intense moment. So anyways, I'm spending this time. I'm like, oh, crap. Like, you can hear me in the video. Like, <laughs> I'm like cussing. I'm like, not now, not now. But I kept with it. I didn't give up. Kept going. Got it. Got the line out. And then right away, I'm like, okay, it's either on here or it's not. I don't really care. I'm going to fight either way for this. Because in my head, I'm like, I don't know if this thing's on my line. But if it is, great. If it's not, then at least I tried, right? And so I tried. Um, ended up starting to reel in, felt it, it jumped again, it almost hit my kayak, it like was literally like a foot away from me, and then um, ended up fighting it for a little bit more, and then saw that it was tired, and I knew I had it, so this is like literally like a fish of a lifetime, a, a tarpon, and on a fly rod, be it that, so uh, ended up, you know, pulling it in, it was about 30 inch tarpon, you know, not the biggest tarpon, of course, but I mean, on a fly rod, awesome stuff. Like, this is stuff that um, I've always dreamed of. And something I'm like, I don't know if I could ever do this. Like, I got a buddy that lives down in Florida, and he's a great fisherman, the best fisherman I've ever known. He's only caught two, and he said he's hooked, like, 16. And uh, to me, I feel like that's a huge accomplishment, you know, something to be really proud of. And, um, you know, the reason, you know, kind of why I told this story and how it relates to porn is, like, again, the beginning of the story is a lot different, right? The beginning of the story, I felt awful. I felt numb. I felt like I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to go outside. I just wanted to stay in my isolated place. And how did I end the day? I ended the day with a memory I'll never forget. You know, maybe the catch of a lifetime. Who knows? I mean, I hope I can continue to catch tarpon on my fly rod. But if I never do, I have this memory that's going to last forever. And you know what? I felt really proud of myself. You know, I, I felt like, hey, man, you accomplished something. You made a choice in that day to say, hey, I'm not going to sit on my ass. I'm going to go get a haircut, clean myself up, and then I'm going to go catch this freaking fish. And I did. So, uh, you know, there's three things I wanted to share today with this. Um, you know, three kind of things, like I guess, like pieces of advice that I, I take from the story that I share with you. So, you know, kind of overall, like, I feel like it's almost like we think that being sober is like catching like this fish, like catching this tarpon, the, this fish that it's on our bucket list. Like we want to be sober really bad from porn and from masturbation. Like we want this to be out of our lives, but it almost seems like it is kind of like that Moby Dick, like that white whale, you know, I'm never going to catch this thing. It's just too hard. Right. Uh, but I shared this story with you because it is attainable, right? It's not easy. You can't just go out there and do it. 
but it is something that's attainable and like if if you come at it the right way the right mindset you definitely can be sober and when you're sober you can definitely live a more fulfilled life and you can have these memories that you're proud of and that you can share with people you can tell the people you know you can laugh you can cry you can (laughs) you can just be proud right so uh, you know, sometimes staying sober is like catching that, that monster fish, like that uncatchable fish, right? And here's three things. So I'd say like the first thing that, that can help you get in that place to, to be sober, to catch that fish, is like take action. Talk to somebody. Like get literally, like get off your ass, right? Like, like get off your ass. What I mean by that is, you know, for me in like this story, right, like I knew in my head, like, hey, like, I got to do something about this. Because if I just keep letting this go, I know, I know, like, the path I'm going to go down. It's that same old path. It's going to feel, like, exhilarating for, like, a little bit. And then I'm going to feel so empty. I'm going to feel depressed. And I got to start all over again. So, like, I'd say, like, one thing is, like, set something in your mind, like a goal. Like, set yourself a goal. It doesn't have to be, like, to catch a tarp in. It could be, like, how my thing started. It's, like, get a haircut. Like, literally go get a haircut. Go do something like literally just get off your butt, get off your phone and talk to somebody. So I talked to my brother and I checked it in with him. because I think one thing that's like super helpful with porn recovery, any kind of recovery is just sharing your story with somebody, you know, sharing your experience with them and being like vulnerable and being honest about it. That's what I did. I shared what I was going through with my brother. There's no judgment there. He shares the same thing with me. I don't judge him. That's how it works. So if you don't have somebody, find someone to talk to that you can share this stuff with. Because, like, sharing it is, like, the first thing. And actually sharing it helps get you off your ass. So take action, talk to someone, and get off your ass. That's number one. Number two, change your environment and put yourself in a good position. So once you get yourself off your butt, once you have that goal, once you talk to somebody, go actually do it change your physical environment so if you're inside go outside if you're outside come inside go somewhere different me what I will say is getting outside just about 99% of the time helps me if I can literally just step my foot out the door and get my head out and just walk outside I typically will feel that much better and when I say put yourself in a good position what I mean by that is kind of like with this fishing story I kind of knew where the fish were at. I knew where I needed to go. I knew what bait I needed to use or fly I needed to use, what presentation I needed to use. So in my head, I was already kind of prepping to say, hey, if I'm going to catch this fish or, hey, if I'm going to be sober, this is like what I need to do. This is my game plan. So, you know, to bring it back to like reality and, and what you may be doing on a day to day basis and like how you might want to push yourself towards being sober Put yourself in the right position in life. Put yourself in the right places in the right environment to allow you to be sober. So if your phone's a big problem, you might want to, like, monitor your phone and, like, your phone usage and, like, where you're using your phone. Hey, if you're relapsing a lot when you're by yourself in your bathroom, don't bring your phone in the bathroom. If it's a certain time of the day, maybe don't be on your phone that certain time of the day. It's all about your environment and putting yourself in a good position to win. So that's number two. Last one, number three, don't give up and persevere. Be proud of yourself and freaking hell at the moon. (laughs) Like, be proud of you. So what I would say is that is like, you know, in my story, oh my gosh, 
a few nights before that, like my lying, you know, I, I missed one, you know, I missed one. I was shaking. It was like, oh my gosh, I was talking to my buddy. He was telling me like, hey, it's so tough to catch these things. So, I, you know, at that point I could have said, you know what, I'm not going to fish for tarpon anymore. It's just too hard. And, you know, when I hooked that one, my line literally wrapped around my reel, which is like really probably the worst thing that could happen. It definitely was my fault. I had too much slack in the line, you know, so next time I'm go for one, I'm going to make sure that doesn't happen again. But anyways, I had to act in the moment. You know, I was a little bit stressed, but hey, I handled myself with some composure. You know, I focused at the task at hand. I got through it. And sometimes that's what we got to do, you know, when we're struggling with edging is, you just got to focus and get through it. You got to see like what the finish line looks like. And for me in my head, I'm like, the finish line looks like me freaking getting this fish on the boat and taking some pictures and laughing and having a good time. And damn it, that's what I did. <laughs> you know, I focused on it. I got that knot out. You know, I wasn't thinking about anything else. I wasn't thinking about failing. I wasn't thinking about that fish getting away. I was thinking about winning. I was thinking about catching that fish. And that's what I did. Um, so persevere guys, persevere, see what that finish line looks like on the good side of things. It doesn't always have to be looking at what's going to negatively affect you. You can also look at what's going to, what's the positive ramifications if I stay true to me and if I stay true to my goal to be sober from porn and from masturbation or whatever you pick, right? Like for me, it's porn and masturbation for you. It might be something else. But staying free from the things that keep you shackled is the most important part of this. So don't give up and persevere with things. Be proud of yourself. I literally caught like the fish on my bucket list on a fly rod. That's freaking awesome. And I was having like the worst day in a while with my recovery. I got to be proud of that. That's a story that I will tell for the rest of my life. And you will have that story too, whatever it is. It could be in your recovery, it could be in your personal life. But when those things happen, you need to be proud of yourself. And how at the moon? Oh, oh, oh. I think what that means is like be unashamedly like happy with what's going on in your life. If you just caught that monster fish, be happy about it. How at the moon? You don't need to care what anyone else thinks. It's your experience. It's your life, right? And be proud of the accomplishments you made. If you're a day sober, if you're a week sober, you're, you're sober for that time. Be proud of it, guys. I mean, heck, I was going through this, like, edging spree, going through social media, all that stuff. I mean, holy crap. It is like the world is pinned against us with how much just blatant sexuality is out there. And most of it, too, it's like I'm not necessarily asking for this it's just right there in your face you can go to any social media platform if you go like on the shorts feeds or whatever just about anywhere you go like snapchat someone adds you and it's something like that you never asked for sexually it's just everywhere guys so give yourself a pat on the back if you're sober for a day i mean it is a step in the right direction and that's something to be proud about in this day and age so those are my three things to catch that fish of a lifetime. Um, you know, to stay sober is really critical. It's something to be proud of. And guys, I'll just tell you this too. You never know when it's going to be that day. When it's going to be like one of the best days of your life. One of the, 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 the best memories of your life. So even if you're having a, an awful day, just remember, hey, this day doesn't have to be this way. I have control. And you know what? You might have a day where you started off terrible and you end it. You're like at the top of the world. So, guys, 
really appreciate you listening and uh, just sending my love and my encouragement to you. You know, stay strong. I uh, also have a sub stack too if you're interested in that. That's typically where I'll put a lot of my, my writing out. Uh, and that is Porn Free Millennial uh, on Substack. So I'm also on YouTube. I'm on TikTok for videos. And then Apple Podcasts and Spotify for podcasts. Uh, but everyone take care. Uh, talk to you soon. Bye.